You are now listening to the Keys and Anklets podcast, your one-stop source for frank and honest information about the hot wife and cuckold lifestyles. You can find this episode on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher Radio, or you can head to www.keysandanklets.com and subscribe right from the website. Now, let's get to the good stuff with the host who separates fact from fiction, Michael C. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Michael C., back with another episode of the Keys and Anklets podcast. And this is the podcast where we talk all about the hot wife and cuckold and BBC lifestyle, and we try to separate fact from fiction. Now, for those of you who have been following uh, my Twitter over the past two days, uh, you will know that I am currently in Houston, Texas. And I'm spending time and I happen to have the pleasure of being in the presence of a woman who has become a very integral part of my show. And I'm, I'm proud to say that she's become a big part of my show. In fact, if you pay attention to the descriptions written on my episodes, you will notice several months ago they took a turn for the better. And that's because she's been writing them for me. Uh, many of you are familiar with my guest. Uh, from a series that we've been doing that he said, she said. So allow me to introduce uh, Cuckoldra Scarlet. Why don't you say hi to everybody? Hello, everyone. <laughs> I'm here in the flesh. Yeah, so th this is going to be our first in-person uh, version of he said, she said. Not live, but just live for us and that mm -hmm. we're, we're both in the same place. So it's not over the phone or us in two different time zones. We're literally six inches apart from each other. Uh, so this is this is going to be fun. So, as I said, are you ready to do this? I am more than ready. I'm so <laughs> excited. Yeah, we got our, we got our wine here, and it's, it's a cool night. We had some good food, so mm. we're just going to you know talk about a few things. So, um, I kind of put the word out that we were going to do this, and kind of you know sought some suggestions from my listeners as far as. Uh, you know, what they'd like to hear us talk about. So why don't you tell the people what we're going to talk about tonight? Tonight, we are going to talk about the positive elements of feelings in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So much has been said about that. I know that you have had several episodes devoted to feelings, catching feelings, you know, what that can mean and look like. So we're going to kind of uncover another side of it tonight. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. The, the, the other times it's always been kind of talked about as far as the perils of it mm. and the red flags and, and, and what to look out for. Um, but there are also some, there's, there's some positive sides about it. And, you know, we want this to be, you know, a, an, an episode filled with positivity. So we're going to explore the good things that can happen. When, when real feelings and emotions are involved in the wife-sharing lifestyle. So be it cuckolding, be it hot-wifing, they, they definitely have their place. So let's start with, uh, let's start with the, the she said <laughs> portion of he said, she said. And just kind of give me your, your thoughts and, and, and feelings on it and experiences with it and kind of let the listeners know how you feel about it. Well, I think that it's fascinating to think about how rich and deep this lifestyle is for everyone involved. And I know that when we talk about feelings, oftentimes that can be, as we mentioned, a topic that's kind of about being cautious, being aware of red flags. But the reality is that I think in, in cuckolding and hotwifing, there, there's a real genuine exchange of emotion going on. This is not just anonymous bang it out sex. This is sex with a lot of intensity and it's, it's a three-way dynamic. So there's a lot going on in the moment and leading up to the moment and after the moment. So I want to talk about what those feelings are that, that make that dynamic so different than other kinds of sex. And I want to talk about the feelings that do occur that really actually aid in that. Like, I know that, that folks, when they think about catching feelings, what, what comes to mind is wanting more or having like a romantic connection. 
And you can have a very deep, intimate connection with someone and not have those feelings. You can have feelings of admiration, deep respect, lust, <laughs> longing, mm-hmm. all of those. Um, and those are some some pretty heavy emotions. They They can sweep you away. But being mindful and understanding this is within the context of this three-way dynamic. That's what makes it so different for me. Um, But I know, you know, that when we think about a lot of times, and especially when it comes to wives, this is, we've been told so often, sex and love, sex and love, sex and love over and over and over again, that I, I think that you have to be really, really emotionally aware not to confuse the two. And once you lock into that, like I've locked into it, it's all fun from there. And you can let yourself ride the roller coaster of really intense emotion, but not have it be something that detracts from the dynamic or takes away from, but an additive. So there's so many positive feelings. Like what, what do you feel, sir, for a, a wife that, you know, you've grown with and what kind of, of feelings arise from, from that dynamic with you? Well, the thing that I always try to keep in mind whenever I find myself uh, entering that realm Mm -hmm. is the first thing that comes to mind is what are you and your partner say about this? Mm -hmm. No, because this is something where, they definitely both have to be on board. Right. And, you know, it's not uncommon to hear couples where the wife has a boyfriend, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. and she refers to him as her boyfriend, not her bull, not her lover, but her boyfriend. And there are, you know, I've talked to plenty of husbands that they understand that for their wife to get true enjoyment out of this lifestyle, Mm she has to have that kind of connection with a guy, you know, not saying that one is better than the other. There are some women who they, they can be happy with just a steady diet of hot, passionate sex. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, and variety. And then there are women out there who they're wired a bit differently where they're just happy with that one-on-one deep emotional connection with somebody like that's enough for them. And so the important thing for me is that the husband is completely on board and completely aware and everything is transparent, Right. you know, because I understand what the potential mm-hmm. of that can be. Mm. And it's extremely important for everybody to be on the same page, you know, and as a bull, you know, you have to be wired a certain way. You have to, you have to, you have to be happy with what you get out of it. You know what I'm saying? Like it's this feeling of, okay, I want more with this woman, but I don't want too much, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and being happy and fulfilled in that lane. But if you, if you are able to find that couple and you are able to kind of maintain perspective mm-hmm. and you understand exactly what it is and exactly what it's not, it can be extremely rewarding. Mm-hmm. You know, especially, you know, if you're a bull and you're on kind of like the prolific side, Mm -hmm. it can be a breath of fresh air, you know, to have that kind of, of, of connection with someone that is not just physically gratifying, but also emotionally Mm -hmm. gratifying. And what you find, especially, you know, when you're in a situation where everything is going well is that even though it's not necessarily a romantic type of, of dynamic, 
the feelings and emotions behind it can be very real. Absolutely. Yes. You know, and it's a lot of fun again when it's done, when it's when it's right. done when it's done correctly you and know responsibly be, yeah, yeah because it it is a bit like walking a high wire mm-hmm. without a net mm-hmm. you know you if you do it wrong it can have disastrous you know results so it takes a lot of truth it it takes a lot of honesty you know, to, to be able to, you know, make this woman feel special, but also letting her know that this is not about you having any desire to remove her from her situation or to replace her husband. You know what I'm saying? So for me, whenever I found myself in those situations, I always make it a point to not necessarily constantly, but on a regular basis, make sure I bring up her, you know, her husband, just to yeah. always make sure that not saying that she's not thinking about him, but it's just, it's just kind of like my fail safe, you know, where it's like, I'm not going to let you stray too. I'm not going to let mm-hmm. him stray too far from your thoughts. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and it can be anything like, Hey, let's send him a picture or Hey, let's text him or, you know, hey, how great is he for letting this happen? Or, hey, how great is he for, you know, setting this weekend up for us? You know what I'm saying? You know, hey, you know, I know you can't wait to get back home and tell him, you know, all us just just finding different ways to kind of interject him, you know, like those little subliminal kind of, you know, messages just to, you know, I guess to, keep his presence right there because for me I don't want his presence to be too far removed because he's a part of that even if he's not physically there right you know like he's he's a part of that and no matter how caught up we both may get I just never want to lose sight of that because you know we were talking earlier and one of the things that I had said was in the, in the 20 plus years that I've been doing this, you know, even back when I was inexperienced, the thought has never crossed my mind, no matter how fantastic a wife has been, no matter how great the sex was or anything, the thought has never crossed my mind where I even had the fleeting thought of, man, I wish she was mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, it's never, it's never entered my headspace. Like not even, not even one moment, not even for a fleeting second. I'm just not, I've always been able to kind of compartmentalize and, and not only that, but, you know, understanding that the way that I know her, I don't know all of her, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? So that's why it always kind of, makes me chuckle a little bit when I see uh, bulls and they, they fall for a wife who hasn't felt, you know, who hasn't fallen for them. And it's like, well, what are you falling for? Right. You know, like, let's be honest for most of us, we only see one side of the wife. Mm-hmm. We see her when she's in a good mood. We see her when she's horny. Yeah. We see her, most of the time when she's, you know, dressed up and prepped for us, you know, she's, she's feeling it. We don't really deal with her after a tough day of work. Mm-hmm. We don't know how she is when our kids are getting on her nerves. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, in other words, we never see her bitchy side. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so when I hear about these guys falling for these women, it's like, dude, are you falling in love with the sex? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you in high school? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it speaks to maturity. It really yeah, does. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, and but I do know that under the right circumstances, when it's mutual, mm-hmm. it can definitely happen. I guess for me, what I always guard against is I don't want it to happen unintentionally. Mm-hmm. And when I say unintentionally, I mean without permission. Mm-hmm. 
you know, like I'm not saying that it's always like this cold and calculated, hey, we're going to be emotional with each other. But I at least want to know that if that door is open, it's open willingly. Right. And it's a decision that they both made for it to be open, Mm -hmm. you know, and it can be exciting, you know, for a, a bull knowing that you can have that kind of connection with a man's wife and that it's making them both happy. Yeah. You know, he likes knowing that she's special to somebody, mm-hmm. that she's not just a fuck to somebody. I'm so glad you said that because as I'm listening to you, I'm really thinking on my experience as a cuckoldress and so many of the women I know in the lifestyle and, and the cucks and the stags that I know in the lifestyle, it, it, I, I've not come across a couple or, uh, like I said, a cuck or a woman who, who's just wanted it to be that. Cucks and stags, they want their wives to have mind-blowing experiences. They want their wives to have everything, the fullness of enjoyment. And I think that, you know, if that comes with emotions within a time and a space, those emotions are honored because the cuck or the stag is really seeing how happy she is, how she's glowing, you know, mm. and that is the beauty of it. Um, I, I, like I said, I just don't, I can't see a, you know, a cuck just, or, or a stag coming from a place of, no, I, I don't want you to feel anything because I just, so much of the intensity of sex is fueled by feelings. And just like you said, keeping those within a bounds, keeping them within a time and a space, honoring them then, and then using those subtle directions, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, that's what allows this to be so subtle and so intricate that you can delve into these emotions going for a swim, Mm -hmm. you know, just dive in and then come out. And now we're on to something else. You know, it's, it's, it's actually a pretty seamless transition when you're able to do that. And that keeps you from being swept away in a current, you know, those situations where, like you said, it, it comes upon you and it's like, Oh, you know, is there something more here? And that's, it's, it's a very uncomfortable place to be. Uh, it, it like really in my mind, when, when that occurs, it kind of shuts off all that positive sexual energy. Um, at least for the person who's not feeling that way. Right. Um, but I, I just, I think that cucks and stags, they, they, it also feeds into the angst that cucks have, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's part of what makes it so hot for them that they see the joy and the lust written all over her face. And they just revel in that. Um, and we can't pretend that those emotions are there. They're right. there. They're very present and they are tangible. Um, so when you were talking about, you know, that, that presence, that communication with the couple and how well it can go. That's what I was thinking of um, is just how much cucks can feed off of that energy. And it's part of what they love and enjoy about the lifestyle. No, uh, absolutely. I mean, the, the one thing that I will say about it is from a, from a bull's perspective, you know, it's like when you were in school and you had your entry level classes and then you had your advanced level classes, mm. like, like, I'm a firm believer that if you enter this realm, you have three parties involved. You know, you have the husband, you have the wife, and you have the bull. And I'm not saying that this is written in stone, but this is just this is just my thoughts on it. I feel that one of those three parties should be experienced with this type of thing. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm just so that somebody is able to right the ship if things start to go off the rails. You know, whether it's a husband having experience with a past partner or a wife having walked down this road with a previous bull Mm. or a bull who's been in a situation with a previous wife, I just feel that the best possible outcomes 
occur when someone is walking into it with some level of experience because like i said the 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 risk is so much greater you know what i'm saying like you're opening yourself up everybody you know when you when you involve you know feelings and emotions with that type of intensity because i mean it 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 can burn really hot yeah you know what i'm saying it can it can burn really really hot it sure can you know and so it's 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 important you know that you be able to recognize you know certain things like for me for myself personally and i'm i'm not saying that this is the same for you know for every guy out there but one thing that i know i will never do no matter what types of feelings are involved or how intense they are i know that this will never happen for me because i'm just not wired that way but i would never be an exclusive Mm. type of bull mm. like i i can never see myself in that type of arrangement but conversely i would never ask a woman to be exclusive to right. me right and to be honest if if she wanted to be exclusive to me i'm not saying that i would try to move her off that Again, maybe maybe it's the stag in me, but I'm like, well, can I at least share you? <laughs> you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying? Like, I, yeah. I, I, it, it does nothing for me to be, you know, the only guy mm-hmm. that she's seeing, you know, and because of that, anytime I've entered into that type of dynamic, if I were to say, well, what's the one common thread that kind of runs through them all it would be that there was a certain level of submissive energy mm-hmm. dominant and submissive energy right. so sharing has always been on the table right you know and this this is not you know saying anything negative about people who are able to do the exclusive mm-hmm. thing it's just you know for me and, and, you know, I've talked about my personal life, you know, on my podcast before. If that's the road I wanted to go down and I would have just stayed in the relationship. Yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if yeah. I'm not going to be exclusive to the women in my life, why would I want to be exclusive to a wife that I'm seeing? You know, that's just me. Right. Um, like I said, and, and. But I would also, I would never lead anyone to believe that it's exclusive. I'm always going to be honest. Right. And if that's something that, that does not appeal to her, then okay, we're just on different pages. Like that's okay. It's okay that we want different things. Like I'm not going to make her feel like, oh, I'll change, I'll change. And I'll, and conversely, I'm not going to ask her to change what she wants. Mm-hmm. If that's what she wants, if she wants to be in an exclusive dynamic, then she should be in an exclusive dynamic. Right. It's just not going to be with me, you know, but I think that I've done, you know, so far during my travels, I've done a good job of, you know, not finding myself in that situation because I do my homework. You know, I, I ask appropriate questions. So if I feel that, oh, this is a type of woman that's into the exclusive thing, then I'm never going to even venture into that neighborhood. You know, I'm never going to let it go down that street. I'm wondering, as we're talking about exclusivity in the lifestyle, and do you think, and I, I'm, totally in your same boat by the way i've never had an exclusive bull nor would i want one um but i'm curious for those who do go down that road do you think they need to be extra cautious about romantic feelings developing because of that level of there's that level of exclusivity i think changes things a little bit yeah it 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 does change things and I mean, I'll be honest, I'm always, because of what I've seen, 
And I had this conversation with, with someone recently that I know. Because of what I've seen, whenever someone tells me that they are in an exclusive arrangement with a bull, I always kind of raise my eyebrow a bit mm-hmm. because I've, I've seen what that really means. And what that really means in not every case, but in a lot of the cases, the translation of that is he doesn't want her playing with anybody else. So he wants her to be exclusive to him, but he's not really exclusive to her. Mm-hmm. And so one of the things that, you know, I've kind of, you know, a little bit of information that I've shared with wives that are considering that as I tell them to ask a guy a simple question, don't ask him why he wants you to be exclusive to him. Ask him why he wants to be exclusive to you and just see what he says. Like, what is his answer to that question? You know, like what's motivating him to want to be exclusive to you? Like, why does he want to not seek any other women to only be with you? And not saying that he's not going to have a good answer, but I just feel like it's a question worth asking, you know, because I've seen it too many times where, you know, maybe I'm at a social gathering and I'll see a guy there and I'm, you know, and because I talk to a lot of different women, I'm in my mind, I'm like, aren't you in an exclusive, <laughs> like, does she, know, thought, yeah, yeah. Like, does she know you're at this party <laughs> yeah. or, you know, or does she know? Cause she thinks it's just you and her, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, for me personally, I just make sure that I never venture down that road. I never give anybody the impression that I want to venture down that road. Even if somebody wants to explore, you know, those, in, that in, those intense type of feelings, you know, I, I think it's pretty, pretty evident with the way that I live my life. Like I'm poly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a firm believer in the idea that we can love and care deeply for more than one person. So that's a concept that I fully embrace, mm. you know, and you're not going to convince me otherwise at this point in my life, you know? So the thought of being that way, you know, with one person it, 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 it doesn't have any appeal to me. Someone, someone told me something years ago and I think about it from time to time and it was, you know, they told me that I have this ability to make a woman feel special. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at the time it was told to me, I didn't pay too much attention to it. You know, I didn't, I didn't really look at what they were saying, but as I've gotten older and I've gotten more, you know, into the lifestyle and I've, I've kind of stepped outside of myself and kind of looked at myself as an, you know, as an outside observer, I really came to understand, you know, what they were talking about. Mm -hmm. And it it just kind of solidified my stance on, and that's one of the things that I enjoy about this lifestyle is I've, I, I have the freedom because I enjoy doing that. You know, it's, it's something that I like to do. You know, I feel like just because you're just because you have a physical connection with somebody that doesn't mean that you can't make them feel special. Right. And that's something that I, I, I relish in, you know, and it's, 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 it's fun to do. It's, I, I like seeing the reaction that I get, you know, from a woman when you do those things that, that make her feel special. And it can be different things, you know, some it's the way you just, make them laugh and, you know, kind of, you know, pick up their spirits when they're having a fucked up day. And, 
you know, some, it could be as simple as you see him and it's like, Hey, you did something different to your hair. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, Oh shit, you noticed, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of thing. Or, you know, Hey, I noticed you've been working out, you know, you're looking good. It could be a compliment. It could be, you know, a meme. It could be, Hey, the song came on the radio and made me think about you. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's sincere. You know, it's not bullshit. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that in this lifestyle, you know, I have the freedom to, to do that, to make other women feel special without feeling guilty about it, to not feel like I'm being like underhanded or I'm cheating on somebody. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I can remember. What would she think if she saw me complimenting? This exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and you know, it's, it's fun getting that reaction, you know, from women, seeing them smile, hearing them giggle, you know what I'm saying? You know, just a, you know, a, 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 a random message you know, to somebody that even if you haven't seen them in some time, they'd be like, Hey, I'm thinking about you. Yeah. You know, Hey, I was going through some pictures and you popped into my head, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's fun to do. And to kind of go back to what we were originally talking about. I don't, I'm not necessarily looking for that. In other words, I don't, I don't necessarily seek out that, that deeper level of, you know, of connecting. But what I do seek out is I do want to have something there more than just the physical. Right. I'm not saying that it has to be deep, but I do like finding that other thing that we can connect, you know, sometimes it's just, you know, just great conversation. You know what I'm saying? Like, like one thing about me and you know, I'm sure all my listeners will agree. One thing I don't struggle with is talking. <laughs> That's the one thing that comes easy to me is talking. And, you know, one thing that I have very rarely, if ever, experienced is an awkward pause, Yeah, you know? And so it's nice when, you know, you are in someone's presence and the conversation can just bounce. Mm-hmm. And no matter what topic it bounces to, it never loses its forward momentum. Yeah, it's tempo. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's just, you know, it's like, it's, it's like the rhythm of a song, you know, the, the conversation just like stays in the pocket, you know, and it's just, you know, it's just, it's just motoring along and you never lose it. And that's, that's, that's those times when you're like, oh my God, it's six o'clock in the morning. Right. You know, where did the time go? You know, we've just been sitting here talking and, you know, it's, 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 it's talking about anything and everything. You know, so feelings in this lifestyle can be wonderful. Yes. You know, it can be exciting, you know, especially when it's, it's, it's new and it's still exploratory and, you know, it kind of gets us out of the, the, the mundane, right. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it's funny, you know, many of us have these online you know, have an online presence and, you know, some of our followers think that our lives are just filled with like wall to wall sex and sexy clothes all the time. And, you know, and it's like, no, we deal with real life shit too. Mm. (laughs) You know, plenty of it. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) no, I'm cleaning the house or I'm outside changing the oil on the car or dealing with these damn kids or, you know, I, I, you know, I, I get honey do lists, <laughs> you know, I'm out running to the store. I'm, right. you know, I, I trust me, I've been sent to the store to get pads so many times that shit doesn't even phase me anymore. <laughs> you know, I just tell them, just, just text me a picture of it. So I know what to get, 
Because to any guy out there who's been in that position, you know, that that aisle can be daunting. Scary. Yeah. You, you got, you, it's so many fucking choices. <laughs> you know, I'm just saying, just send me a picture. So it's like, it's like the game you would play as a child where you turn the card over and you're trying to find the match. I'm just in the store trying to find the match. <laughs> You know, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's that we deal with the mundane too, you know, so. I love what you just described about that experience of being lost in conversation in the moment that you completely lose track of time. Mm -hmm. That casino style moment where you look up and you're just like, oh God, how much time has passed? And that I think is the the space where feelings have the most impact in the lifestyle. If we can be having such a good time that whether we're fucking, whether we're laughing, whether we're watching something, whether we're, you know, just sharing in conversation that it, 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 just like you said, it gets us out of the mundane and into this very sexy, vibrant space that makes life colorful and interesting, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's a, it's a huge shift. And I know that everybody in life has their, their way of, uh, escaping the mundane and getting into an exciting or a novel place. Uh, but for us, it's, <laughs> it's, it's better than riding a roller coaster. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. It's a lot more intense. Um, so, yeah, I, and, you know, when you were saying about ta- exclusivity and it made me think about myself and I know you just interviewed uh, my wonderful friend, Cuckoldress Anne, mm-hmm. for an update. And uh, she talked about her change mm-hmm. in the lifestyle from that relationship of three. And interestingly enough, my cuck and I, when we first started, that's what we conceptualized for ourselves. Like, okay. If we want this really intense cuckolding based dynamic with a bowl, we've got to find one. We just got to find that one, you know, and and it can feel so intimidating because it's like you're trying to find someone who's checking all the boxes and that you connect with and that you're attracted to. And it, it, it just can feel especially like I have always sought out my own bowls. I've never had my cuck fulfill that service for me. Um, it, it, what it got to be for me eventually is I just want to focus on the energy we have and the chemistry we have, and then we'll see where it goes from there. I, I, I don't want to sit here and say, how would you feel about being exclusive? Especially when we're just talking. Yeah. Like, I just think that that may, for me at least. And when I've been asked about exclusivity, I noticed that it, it threw a wrench in my energy. Like, yeah. I'm like, okay, we haven't even met yet. Like we don't even know <laughs> our level of compatibility here. And yeah, we're talking little, about, yeah, that's a little soon to be interjecting yeah, it into the conversation. Yeah. And it just, it, it shows me how well you're reading my energy, mm-hmm. you know, and how well we're, we're clicking and vibing and humming together. Um, but, and, and what I have come to learn and I think something that, Anne mentioned is that you can have that very fulfilling, uh, emotional, charged connection without being an exclusive. Absolutely. I might have that very charged, you know, experience with four or five bowls at the same time. Uh, Absolutely. (laughs) It may even just amplify it more, you know, but I know for a lot of women that's, they, they really want that passionate one-on-one. But I'm just saying listeners, you may surprise yourself. Before the cement dries, you mm-hmm. know, on what you want out of the lifestyle or or how high you think you've gotten. Like, I found someone that really checks all my boxes. You may have some boxes yet that you haven't discovered, you know. Absolutely. And that is the beauty of this evolving lifestyle. I mean, what I've come, you know, you know, being in it so long, I mean, you definitely learn what you like. Mm. And, you know, for me one of the things that I enjoy the most, I enjoy the variety. Yeah. You know, that's exciting to me, you know, and I don't just mean the variety of the, you know, of the playing. I mean, just the, the variety of 
life experiences, right. you know, talking to people from different backgrounds and different parts of the world and different parts of the country and different age groups. And, mm. you know, there are women who've been with their partner for 20, 30 years and there've been women who've been married two or three times. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, just the, the multitude of, of, of stories and experiences and, you know, and, and yes, the physical part as well, you know, tall women, short women, thick women, thin women, women mm. with short hair, women mm. with long hair, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, women who, you know, women who know that they're sexy versus women who are shy and haven't really yeah. realized their attractiveness, you know, women who've been in a lifestyle for many years versus women who are just kind of coming into it and just kind of finding their way and still kind of fumbling around in the dark a little bit. Like all of that appeals to me. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't, you know, I don't want to shut myself off, you know, to those possibilities. You know, my, my whole thought process on, on, you know, knowing multiple women is you can, be involved with multiple women or multiple people and still when you're with that person, make them feel special. Absolutely. You know, like I, I just believe that they can both exist and it's not just that I believe it, but I firmly mm -hmm. believe it because I've done it, you know, and, and when you're with that person, you know, you're focused on, that person right. and it's not just focused on that person but you're you're doing things and you're saying things and you're recalling things that let that person know that you pay attention mm -hmm. to them you know what i'm saying like you you hear them you listen to them you know it's, it's kind of a you know a side note I've, I've i've you know i've mentioned it you know a few times that you know my slave has a daughter from a, a previous relationship and you know, we've had our, you know, our ups and downs and anyone who's raised a teenager, you know, you know how they can be sometimes. And, you know, I've had the, the, the statement thrown in my face, you know, you're not my dad, yeah. you know, that whole kind of thing. And, mm -hmm. and I remember a couple of years ago uh, for Christmas, you know, she gave me a, a mason jar and you know, in that mason jar were different color pieces of paper, mm. you know, and, and when I opened it on each piece of paper, she wrote, you know, why she loves me, oh. you know, you know, because you love my mom, because you look after me, you take care of me, you know, you always encourage me, you know, yeah. and with it, you know, what is basically to my point, it was, ah, you've been listening. Even if you tried to act like you weren't listening, you've been listening, you know, and obviously after that, any kind of, anytime she tries to throw a tantrum or throw something in my face, I'm like, ah, I already know how you really feel. <laughs> doesn't work anymore. But my point being, it makes us feel good when we feel like we're being listened to and we're being heard, you know, and I employ that, that same way of thinking when I deal with a wife, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, Hey, whether it's recalling a, a previous conversation or, Hey, I remember you said you like this, mm -hmm. you know, or anything just about being, I guess the best way I can say it is just being in the moment Yeah, and being in the moment with them and showing them that you're in the moment with them. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, yeah, I may be, you know, I may have other people that I see, but right now it's you. Right. You know, I'm not thinking about nobody else. I'm not talking about nobody else, unless you're into that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you're into that kind of thing, then, you know, we can call somebody right now, <laughs> you know, but, you know, for the most part, it's, it's just, it's just being in the moment. And, you know, I guess you know, what we're, what we're trying to get to and what we're trying to say is if you can, if everybody can be emotionally mature mm -hmm. about it 
and have a full understanding of, of, of what it is and, and what it isn't. Letting real emotions come into it can be a beautiful thing Absolutely. and it can be a rewarding thing and it can be an exciting thing. And I would say it's definitely, it's definitely something that you want to talk to your partner about. If you're mm-hmm. a husband and you would love to see, cause I know some husbands actually get off on and they like the fact that their wife has a real connection. Oh yeah. Like they are not intimidated or threatened by their wife having real emotions for an, another man. I know that there's, you know, I, and, and I know that there are some husbands that feel the exact opposite. Right. You know, um, I, I know people who like kissing is, you know, like that, that's just uncomfortable for them, mm. you know, and I'm not, you know, I would never judge them or, or, you know, or throw any shade their way about, oh, well, you're not doing it wrong or you're not ready for this. Some people, they, they, they're just more comfortable not having the emotions involved, not having that, that intensity, yeah. you know, and, and involved with it. And then my thing is just, are you guys on the same page? In other words, if he doesn't want you kissing anybody passionately, do you also not want to kiss anyone passionately or are you doing it to respect his rule? Because if it's not something that you both agree on, my question would be, why, why do you disagree on it? Mm -hmm. Who doesn't see whose side? Right. You know what I'm saying? Where is the disconnect coming from? You know, so, but if you, if, if, if everybody can kind of be, on the same page, it it can be a wonderful thing. And so if there are any couples out there that are curious about it, make sure you talk about it first. Mm -hmm. I'm saying make sure that you talk it through, you know, uh, talk about the what ifs. (laughs) Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that you're not caught off guard by anything. And, um, if you, if you both decide that it's something that you feel like you could handle or even if it's new and you're like, you know what? I think we could at least try, try it. it. Right. See how it feels. Then give it a shot. Just be careful. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm not trying to scare anyone, but at the same time, I do want them to exercise caution. Yeah, be cautious. Yeah. Like I don't want them to go into it all willy And understand that you're having this conversation as a preemptive conversation that right. these things can be prevented through responsible action. Um, and, and if, I think that it's really important to point out, just be specific about the feelings you're experiencing, you know, talk when you're talking amongst yourselves as a couple, you know, talk about what those feelings are. If I felt for instance, if I was talking to my cuck and say, I would say, you know, hey, I really felt a deep passion for my bull. I really felt a deep admiration for the way he was fucking me so well. And he made me come, you know, mm-hmm. and, and these are the feelings I'm experiencing. I'm experiencing respect for the fact that he's adding to our dynamic. I'm experiencing lust. I'm thinking about his dick and, you know, when I'm with you and I'm, you know, it's a very lustful feeling. We have to be really specific about what those feelings are so that it's clear, you know, Um, and you're not going to be able to fully anticipate what you're going to feel in that moment. But by taking the time to communicate and communicate specifically about these things, you're setting yourself up for a much better experience. So that way you can bask in and enjoy those emotions in the moment. <laughs> I don't want to be sitting there thinking, Oh fuck. I'm feeling, you know, I'm feeling such admiration for this man. And this is the third, the third time I've come. I don't want to be thinking that I just want to be enjoying my orgasm, you know? <laughs> uh, and so that, that's why, you know, the, the precaution is the best way to go and to debrief afterwards, mm-hmm. you know, 
I, I am, encourage husbands to ask those questions. How did you feel? You know, Mike Huck used to ask me all the time in the beginning, how did that make you feel? How did you feel in this moment? Because I noticed this. Um, it's one of my favorite phrases. <laughs> yeah. How, how did that make you how feel? How did that make you feel? <laughs> like doc, yes. my Dr. Phil moment. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to ask that because, you know, the 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 pleasure seeking of this lifestyle can you can get you really caught up to where the bull may leave and the husband may oh that was so fucking hot you know maybe they're doing the you know reconnecting or reclaiming and then and then you're both exhausted and you go to bed it's like okay you know let's make a time to return back to that and, and process through it. I know real life gets in the way and you may not be able to process it. Immediately. I mean, shit, I, we may not be able to process it for a couple of days. You know, mm-hmm. um, it's best in my opinion to do it when it's fresh because those feelings fade. They do over time. It's like, how did you feel when this was going on? Oh, let me say, let me think, <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> that's, that's not, you're not going to capture the most adequate feeling, but, and then, when you're going over those feelings, it's hot for both of you and you're, you know, basking in the moment even longer, even longer, even longer um, up until your next play date. So that's I totally agree with you. Letting yourself, you know, really connect deeply with the feelings you're experiencing in this lifestyle while you're playing, before you're playing, after you're playing can enrich your experience greatly. But it is with great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> right? You have to be responsible and know yourself and be true to yourself. All right, um, Uncle Ben. I gotta, <laughs> I gotta say it, you know? <laughs> Peter like, Parker over here. <laughs> it, it, the problem is when you, you know, when we start subjugating our feelings and denying them, going, oh, sh- oh, I didn't feel that. Oh, no, I'm, I'm scared of that feeling that just happened. So I don't want to. I don't want to get close to there again. And I'm just going to shove that deep down and not talk about it or not share it. That's, I think, when those feelings tend to fester and when you're really wading into some dangerous waters, right? You got to have those uncomfortable conversations. It's part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I guess to kind of sum things up, um, feelings can be good. I'm saying really, really motion can be good. Just go into it with your eyes open and make mm-hmm. sure that it's something that, that you both want and make sure you're dealing with somebody who wants the same thing. Yes. And it can, it can be a beautiful thing. I mean, so hopefully many of you, you know, may get to that point where you want that. And I, I wish you nothing but the best in getting that. And um, it, it definitely takes things to a different level. It really does. All right. Well, this has been a blast doing our our first uh, in-person version. First of of many, I hope. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Of He Said, She Said, and hopefully you guys have enjoyed it. Um, And for now, this is Michael C. and... Cuckle just Scarlett. (laughs) Signing off, and uh, we'll see you when we see you. Peace.